Podcast. Yeah, and they all have kind of cool stories. I think something I love about yes. having the adventures with whiskeys, um, because I don't, I don't have expensive hobbies. Like I don't golf. Um, I don't like have hot rods. I don't buy like super car. Like I really don't have any passion that costs me a ton of money. Like I have my dogs, they, they cost me a ton of money, but that's different. <laughs> when you spoil um, them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this, like, I've been able to immerse myself a little bit in it and it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I think I get attached to the story. I think whiskey can be a very, an emotional experience too. So, yeah, I was going to say that with the story. So have you ever found a whiskey that you were like, eh, and then you heard the story and you were like, oh, and actually I like this a little Start, bit more. Like for you. Oh, a hundred percent. <laughs> Hundred yeah. percent. Now, now I'm emotionally biased to it, and it's the best thing on you know, since sliced bread. Welcome, fellow lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Are you scooching whiskey? Scooching whiskey. Scooching. I was blocking the D of your beard scooching well that's okay because as i saw today on josh potter's podcast we are just cocktails with dimples and <laughs> but shout out to josh that's i awesome sent for wearing his shirt on his his podcast today i sent josh potter a message and said i'm turning 50 tomorrow and that actually made me smile today so thank you <laughs> Aww. Aww. so that was a nice early birthday present josh well, potter is a man of his word, and we need more men like that in our world. He's a man's man. I don't know if he's a man's man. Anyway. But he is a man of his word. He's a man of honor. So we're not drinking anything right now. You want anything? Not yet. Fuck no. You want to start off cold? Yeah, well, yeah. Warm. <laughs> These are here for a reason. The tavern's open anyways. Because we're going to discuss. Your 50th. You brought it up. Let's bring it up. It's up. 50 tomorrow. 50 tomorrow. Seven hours from it. now. I know Wait, five hours from now. Like he's going to be 60. But regardless. I don't give a fuck what I look like. It's what I feel like. <laughs> feel like I'm gonna, feel. I feel like I'm going to be 60. So before we break out your gifts. It's a good thing I got a penis pump coming. <laughs> Thanks, Susan Bratton. <laughs> that's a whole nother couple of episodes. Oh, that's right. This is coming out before that. This is coming out before that. Nobody's gonna have any idea why I just said that. That's funny. Yeah, Thanks it all makes surprise. sense when you watch yeah. all the episodes. Make sure you watch the episode with Susan. Which you gotta. So before I get to give you your first gift, we we let me give you a little history of uh, what went into it. Okay. All right. There's a. It was. It was able to be. I don't know what the word is. Able to come to fruition with the help of a lot of different people. Oh wow. Okay. Who are who are all the people? Well, let me sh- let me give you. And then I'll explain it, the process. Oh, Jesus. Okay. How's that? Do you know what's happening here? Oh. Don't even worry about it. Bom, bom. Look at that. Wow. Isn't that pretty. Well, you, did you, you help? What? Am I supposed to? Yeah, open it up. Open it up. It's heavy. Well, whatever's in, is this, is this shit? Did you give me a box full of shit? I've been saving my shit for <laughs> over two weeks. Just. <laughs> He'll give it to you in a box. Oh. Oh. 
are these these have to be from our so it all started as the process of reach shout out to our um good friend ashley hobbs hey send me your pop tart recipe send me your butter recipe so shout out ashley hobbs so she sent you the recipes yes okay that's where so she's she's number one to help out okay she sent that shout out um to me for making the butter you made the you made the butter i made the butter deviated from a recipe so that's a thank you to mr bill Bill, Um, billy mal yep all right he gave me a a quicker way to do it okay and then gave the butter to your lovely lady who then now baked the pop tarts when the (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it wow so there are Blueberry and strawberry pop tarts in there. You can see with some fr- frosting and some sprinkles, and that'll be a, a gift for. Um, Is this for my kid? <laughs> I didn't want to waste any dough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is this is a child size but i will say that when i was making them um <laughs> i i had a couple nibbles off of pieces of dough that did go into the pop tarts and oh wham yeah next thing you know kevin's getting a text i'm fucking hot <laughs> and i don't know what to do right now oh <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm not going to try one of these right now, though, because I feel wow. like. Well, we talked about that. I'm like, I don't know how he's going to not, but yeah. we're going to we're going to suggest. No, I'm just going to have a nibble. So just a nibble. I'm told that from the butter concoction, these are 35 milligrams. They could be, but it depends on if the butter like, yeah. mixed in well. It could be one could be 50 and the next one could be. 50. It depends on. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on that. Holy fuck. What? They're delicious. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Don't hide that. Jesus. <laughs> hmm? I love you, buddy. That's fucking good. Apparently a lot of people, which I would have never guessed. Most people hate me. So that's, I don't know if you noticed, but Monday night, Ashley kind of, when she said, I got to send you a Pop-Tart, she kind of looked at me and I didn't notice. gave me so, a smile. Because so I texted her saying, still haven't given them to him. Don't mention anything tonight. Because I it was a while ago. We well, good on her play. because I I really when she said it, she was like, oh, "I'll have to send you some." I really thought, "Oh, I'm finally going to get some." God damn it! <laughs> just kidding. Um, she just gave a kind of a her eyes went over and she smiled. I can't bit. believe that'd be easy to. Sh- I mean, it would probably cost fucking five hundred dollars to ship That's these true. from Hawaii. So hence, I think I think hence we'll make them. I think maybe for my fifty first birthday, we'll just come see Ashley in person All right. and get them there. So they'd probably taste better in Hawaii. Well, no, they wouldn't. They taste pretty damn good here. <laughs> I watch what you're saying. The mm. baker's right there. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I was not in any way talking about the product. I was talking about the environment. I know. I know. So I think everything tastes better in Hawaii. So, so there you go. You can bring those Friday. No. No? Fuck no. Wow, you selfish bastard. There's eight of them in there. I am not bringing, I'm sorry, but I am. I love everybody that's going to be there, but I'm struggling with this whole 50 thing. These are for me. Wow. <laughs> These are for me. I'll let well, her, I didn't tell you I'll to share with everybody, but I thought you'd want to share with Chad that, and Melissa. How, how do you be that guy? Well, you give them before everybody shows up. Maybe I'll bring a couple of pop They're going to leave on Saturday. Maybe I'll bring a couple and we can cut them into little chunks and people can try them. Right. I don't, I don't know how strong they are, so they might kick our asses. Yeah. 
So, so that's what we'll do. Okay. Okay. Fine. You should put them in the fridge, though. Fuck. So that's fine. You're right. We will. I will. Why can't I? Point. They're a little. They. I. I got home because I. They're outside, so I cooked them in the freezer, and then I forgot about yeah, them. Quickie after work. <laughs> God damn you, people! He came and picked it up and left right away. So now you know we're not fucking. We're making you pop tarts. Yeah. It's a good cover. Well played. Well played, guys. Good cover. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, in the long run, if you are fucking, I don't care. I got those out of it. So. <laughs> if you could stop it now, that'd be great. But <laughs> do you want more pop tarts or what? That's, well, that's true. You're right. I, I don't know. I got to decide what they're. I got to try them and see if it's worth it. <laughs> if they suck, no. And yeah, oh, yeah. They don't. There's Thank no way. You. There's no way they're going to suck. Thank you. And me, sir. Does it say from you? Nope. Nope. I didn't write anything. <laughs> is this is this a big jar analyze? Hell yeah. Oh, it's a shirt. I didn't have tissue paper, so I used paper towel. Hey, I'm a classy guy. Captain Spaulding. That is nice. I think it'll fit. I'm gonna have to shrink it because we're gonna lose some fucking. Oh weight. yeah. You think the penis bump's going to bring it all down? Your belly? I hope so. I hope it does something. Good collaboration on the color. I already know what this one is because look at the tag. Oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. I can see it through. This is nice. So basically, I want to put out a shout out to anybody who sees themselves on this shirt. You know who I'm talking about. That's right. They're all there. You all need to come on the podcast. Talk about your movies. Who's all on there? I I shouldn't I shouldn't try this because I'm too high to really know who the actors' names are right now. <laughs> and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm super fan, but I can't remember their names. So we're That's just, fine. We're just gonna be like, I know all their names. You know who you are. Come on the podcast. Well, it's about the experience of making the movie. That would be amazing. It would be. I know. And it's about to become huge because Terrifier 3's fucking actual legitimate Hollywood budget's going to be fucking big Hollywood gonna studio. Going to take off. <laughs> yeah. And then once that one takes off, then two and one. Oh, well, we got to get them in. Before so that. I think Damien Leone's probably too big at this point. We're not, we don't have a chance. So we got to. We got to start with the like actors who played the guy who saw the shit happen <laughs> just at the mall. Got who, killed right away. And... Didn't even get killed. No, he no, just didn't ran. get killed. You just saw him walk by in the background. I think we're going to need to start at that level because the terrifier has uh, taken off. You know, awesome. I can see your face in the camera right now. <gasps> You're on three. Is it too loud? I turned it down. Okay. All right. So there you go. Well, that is sweet. Free curse. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you very much. Into the 50, which is nothing. You'll be over it. Friday will. Yeah. I. Right, yeah. Well, like I said, I, the buildup is worse than the actual number. Once I wake up Friday morning, I'm still alive. It'll be like, all right, here we go. Right. I guess we're, I'm a 50 year old now. Well, technically when I wake up tomorrow morning, but tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. I might cry a few times tomorrow. That's fine. That's all right. <laughs> cry away. Well, well. I might cry because of the fucking whiskey hangover I'm going to have. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what we're going into. So let's, yeah, let's, let's, t- let's fuck, fuck my stupid shit. Let's talk about what we got coming up here and how we're going to, we're going to do some taste testing of some whiskeys. 
God damn right. Four different whiskeys were picked out. They look delicious. They look a little different. They're all a little different. They look like whiskey. Rye whiskey, Irish whiskey. Brown water in a bottle. <laughs> Brown water in a glass bottle. Yummy. It's whiskey. So two fingers. Two fingers? Two Is finger that... puller. Okay. I can handle two fingers. Can you handle two fingers? Sometimes you're good with three. <laughs> um, three fingers is a good pour. That's just we're talking. That's whiskey we're talking about. Welcome uh, back to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard, my birthday edition, <laughs> which you just saw prior. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Oh wait, is that backwards? Five. Oh wait, what way would that have to be on screen? Are they seeing it right now? Sure, we'll go with yes. Oh, Big five all for the. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, catching up to me, man. No, that's not true. Catching I'm up. not catching up to you. No matter how old I get, you'll always be six years older than me. Six plus years older than me. almost seven years older than me. Almost, almost seven years older than me. So, I'm an old man, I'm a grandpa. And if I shave my beard, I do look younger than you. But this beard makes me look ten years older. So yeah, I am turning sixty. Nice. But I look good for 60. So. Damn good. But we did arrange a good fun night for this. We're going to be sam- sampling some whiskeys with our former guest. Just check in to make sure we don't have any messages. Just what you like, whiskeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. That's all right. Maybe you'll fall in love with one of them. Maybe. Maybe. You know. And uh, I am willing to take one for the team. When a hot chick says, yeah, come on and drink whiskeys with you and talk about whiskey. And you name the whiskey. Okay. So we'll go from there. So here we are. Here we are. So uh, before we let her in and do some yummy tasting, give it a like, subscribe, share our post, leave a comment, please. Tell Appreciate me, it. Tell me I look as old as a 70 year old. I don't looks, give a fuck. He's as old as dirt. Just it would be a comment and I would reply with the same reply I reply with to all of the assholes. Thank you for That's your support. Asshole. If somebody tells me I look 70, they're being an asshole. Somebody tell me. Thank you for your support. <laughs> All right. Let's never uh, leave a pretty lady waiting. So without further ado, the whiskey edition with Mrs. Mallory. Look at Perfect. you. Thanks. You got yourself a bartender on staff for the night, too? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I did. I did. So I was like, get your drink now before we start recording. So. <laughs> How's like the audios? You got it. You got a glass of water ready. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I have my palate cleanser. We got we got a yeah, bottle of water ready to go. Nice. So separate glasses behind. Now, I think first the order that we want to try them from uh weakest to strongest, or what were you thinking? So I was thinking weakest to strongest for me. It depends on I see I've never had green spot and i'm not a huge connoisseur of irish whiskey it's still new to my palate sure so i was thinking we could either put that first or last up to you if it's if it's peated at all or smoky at all it's going to impact the what everything else tastes like yeah exactly Um, what do you got what do you got there you got a list on it i do yeah so So i did spicy with a hint of clove green apples rounded off with toasted oak Followed by a lingering flavor of spice and barley. Yeah. 
Let me sniff it. Yeah, it doesn't take... smell. It doesn't smell heavily peated. So it's gonna smell like it tastes like whiskey to me. So yeah. what does peated mean? So peated whiskey. So Irish whiskeys and scotch can sometimes get a peated treatment, which means that it's kilned at a certain level. Um, they actually take peat, which is um, like a dirty, like um, mass that you find in like bogs, and they smoke that to enhance the flavor of the grain. So, okay, yeah, all right, that really makes it sound appetizing. They they find yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> well, until until you have one that's heavily peated, and you're like, "Holy smokehouse in my mouth! What is yeah. that?" Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Not a yeah. huge uh, smoky fan. I am not either. I'm not a, yeah. Yeah, not a big fan of the smoky flavors. So. I, I'm not. Um, High West came out with a campfire hmm. um, uh, whiskey, and it was literally like a smoke in your mouth. It was crazy. Yeah, just the name of it doesn't sound good to me. Like I'm, I wouldn't even want. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, and we did. I got a one of those little those smokers that you put on top of your glass, and we then gimmicky i don't know I yeah didn't. we did that in one of our episodes <laughs> yeah oh i love i love a good smoked old-fashioned don't get me wrong oh, okay it's it, when it's done right it's just when it's overpowering have you ever done barbecue and, and used too much liquid smoke sure that's what it tastes like to me sure. when it, there's there's too much of it so sure. so did you want to go ahead and go order from weakest to strongest which means we'll start with a green spot and then go michter's blade and then finish off with nearest Works for me. That sounds right, perfect. Awesome. By the way, before we get going, just you know, my my lady here is off camera here. She's a whiskey lover. She's sitting right here. So <laughs> you want to say hi? <laughs> hi, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies who love whiskey. That needs to be like a whole society in and of itself. Oh, there you go. That, I mean, yeah. it's a perfect name for a podcast. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> might want to um, check the URLs, though. It's probably out there already. <laughs> I think so. It might be. It might be. <laughs> There's over like 2 million podcasts now, so it's probably somewhere. So um, I let's talk neat versus rocks. Okay. Okay. Because I am, I, I already know, I will try them all neat if you, if you tell me that they should be tried neat, but I will then put ice in. Because I know I can't drink a lot of it neat. That but, That's fair. But that's if your fair. recommendation I, is neat, I will try it that way first. For my palate and for my pleasure, I try everything neat. So I okay. get the full experience of the whiskey. And that's how I typically drink it, except when it, in summertime, because it's so hot outside, sure. then I'll do it on a large cube. Yeah. But I also drink faster because I don't want it to get too watered yeah. down. So it's like a catch 22. <laughs> fair enough. So your, yeah. your your husband is probably dropping ice in there for you then. Oh, big time, big time. <laughs> no, tonight I turned the AC down. I turned the AC down like super low. I hope my HVAC can handle it because I'm drinking everything neat. Perfect, perfect. Well, let's give her a start then. Green awesome. spot. So you already kind of gave us a little bit about green spot. Yes. Right. Um, yep, I mentioned the flavor. So it, it did, it started. I just took a little bit. Started in as a bakery in 1805 Ooh. and wow. then they murfed it went into wines and then what they do is they would they had all their old wine barrels of sherry port and then they would send it to jameson jameson would fill it and then they would they would uh let it sit underneath the streets in dublin yeah uh, and for i don't know i don't know how long um and that's what it is today well they let it however long 
it was under the street for 10 years if it had a green spot right didn't you say that yes there's different spots i guess i don't know if it started off that way sure or what yeah. but but today green spot is 10 year then they have a That's blue great spot that it's got an eight i love that it has an age statement what is that i didn't read it what is it just tell us some interesting factoids you probably want to read on camera. We don't like dead air. No, I, I'm trying to find what she's. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to start making jokes about the G spot over here. <laughs> yes, please. But you're saying to read it. I don't. I don't. What? I don't know what you're. Just pour. Let's drink. Yeah. So let's do. How much you putting in? Two fingers. So for me, I do about a finger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's sample first, and then yeah. once we come to an idea of the one that we like the best. Then we can pour a full one for the for the ending. Yeah. So do you do you monitor its legs before you drink it, like the sommeliers do with our wine, like when they swish it to like tell, release? Tell the us flavors? what that means. Okay. So tell it's something I learned when I was in Bardstown. So you you swish your neat whiskey, and then you can kind of see how it like drips down the edges of the sure. glass, oh, and sometimes sure. it's thicker, sometimes it's thinner, mm -hmm. and they call that the legs of the whiskey. Um, and sure. that could be anything from like the corn content to the rye content, um, and to how long it's aged, its viscosity. Oh. So, do you want it to drip longer? Typically, you know, I don't know that I've ever looked at it and go, "The legs determine the flavor." For me, <laughs> it's more of a mouthfeel, like how sticky or how watery it is. Okay, uh, that makes yeah. sense. So the faster it runs down, obviously the the water, the more watery it is. Yes, the and sometimes sometimes I feel like it's the younger it is too, because oh, okay. that less evaporation has happened in the barrel, so it's got a um, the viscosity is a little lighter. Nice. So, what's yeah. your favorite mouthfeel? <laughs> Such an interesting question. <laughs> not exclusive. Love... Not exclusive to whiskey. Ladies who love whiskey. <laughs> I, well, it is not just for puns, but seriously, like a thick, full mouthfeel is is what I like. But I also like the higher proof whiskeys, which tend to be older too. Okay. I like it thicker too. Yeah. All Excellent. right. Excellent. All right. Salute. Mancha. Oh, it's a little smoky. But not overpowering. No, not no, not overpowering. Uh -uh. It's got a, a little behind, a little lingering. Yep. Okay. Just gonna watch all you whiskey drinkers do your thing. Now, yeah, did, did you ever sniff it, or because we were doing the legs? And... I do. I'll sniff it like when it, like I open the bottle, but I really sniff it in the glass because I don't know that I have. Like, I think I have a decent palate, but it's really hard to get some notes. Like, I can get it if it's really perfumey or oaky, but like the deeper notes, I don't know that I was custom made for that. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it's delicious. Like, I'm getting some cherry in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe that's from the uh, sherry cast that it yeah. sent in. <laughs> I, I, I taste apologize. whiskey. <laughs> I I apologize. I wasn't I wasn't sure if you guys were talking to, to me when you were referencing like tell us something about this green spot. My dog was having a, a panic attack in the background. So low-key, I was having a panic attack too. Like, I don't know who's talking to who. <laughs> That's all right. We 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 got through it. Is the dog okay? The That's dog is fine. Part. She's she's just a little bit of a diva. Mom's okay. mom's not tangible right now. So that's a problem. Like, uh, they're wasting that. So one last tidbit on on the whiskey <laughs> um that stop, it started stop, by robert stop, no, stop 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 
Stop. What? The whiskey people will tell you how to drink your whiskey is how you like your whiskey. Yeah. You're not, I'm not wasting it. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I just meant the cube. So oh. <laughs> I'm sorry for killing your water bill. Water's not cheap these days. <laughs> put, it on, put it on the LLC. Like 16 big things of that. Put it on the LLC. You'll be fine. <laughs> so who started it was the Mitchell family, Robert Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And what he put into his family is that every firstborn child of each generation of Mitchells needs to be called Robert. And that's still active to this day. So wow. there's a lot of Roberts in the family. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds like a family where everyone calls you by your middle name. Yeah, because they have to. Yeah. yeah. And if it's a girl. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, you should go name. by Bobby. No, there you go. All right. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Bobby's always the troublemaker anyway. It is now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And everyone has a Bobby in the family. Like, I'm convinced a Bobby and a Mike somewhere. I got them. I got both. Yeah. Same. Two Bobbies. Huh? Yeah. I don't. I got none of those. So, what did you think of that? Now, do you now, as like far as it. just a general overview, and then, I mean, not, not to be weird or not to rate it, oh, you know, are we rating these? Yeah, we can rate them. I think, like, once we're finished, maybe we each personally like say what was our favorite and our least favorite. Sure. Like, yeah. I never like to say the worst because everything's got potential just because yeah. it's not for my palate doesn't make it right. bad. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I feel like I can't because I'm not a whiskey drinker. Yeah. So there's no way I could properly rate this one right now because I have no idea what the rest right. of them right. are like. That's fair. Yeah. So, That's if, fair. you know, if you're experienced with whiskey, you probably have an idea of what these are going to be like. But I'm coming at this completely blind. That's so. all right. Yeah. That's, That's all right. Fair. This is, I would actually put this, if you haven't had a, a lot of experience with Irish whiskey, this is a great intro. Like yeah. it's. Mm-hmm. I think it it ran about mm, maybe sixty bucks, which wasn't terrible. I think that's kind of like that forty to to sixty five range. If I'm gonna just sip on a drink or make a cocktail, that's kind of my favorite zone to be in as far as price point goes. Sometimes sure. you'll splurge, but that's a that's a nice intro. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now that now that we put the now that I waste it, <laughs> I actually like it. Okay. So fuck off. <laughs> I do. And shut your fucking mouth. I do like the bite of this one. Um, A little bit. Of, I do like the bite of this one. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. yeah yes. It does have a little bit of, yeah. In the back of the throat a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can always, you know, all that taste, the the flavors that come out and the notes. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I can. I know what I'm doing there. I definitely don't know what I'm doing there. Yeah. I can. I can usually do like the fruit and the the like level of oak sometimes i can get close to where the char is like on the barrel if it's a one or a three um but that's that's probably it like some people get like that leather and tobacco and mm-hmm. i'm like first of all i've never chewed on my purse i don't <laughs> know what leather tastes like <laughs> and tobacco hard pass yeah yes yeah absolutely yeah so so when you mention a number is that uh the level of how they ch- how much they charred the the barrels yeah yeah, and the cooperage, it it which is the um actual barrel. Mm-hmm. So the level of char they have is anywhere between a one, which is the lowest, and four, which is the highest, and how how burnt effectively that barrel is on the okay. inside. Okay. And it affects um obviously the flavor as well as aging, but also the color. Sometimes the lighter colors, there's a one that got pretty popular last year. It's called Town Branch. I think they got bought along with um. Is it Wilderness Trail? 
um, they have a, they had a couple of very light, light burdens and they, they weren't just on the young side, maybe four year age statements, which, which makes them pretty young. They were also in, in char ones and char twos, which made them really, really light. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm curious. This one didn't talk about charring the barrel. I mean, not saying they didn't, but it's. Well, I don't think, I don't think Irish whiskey has to be finished in American oak. It, it, and they didn't mention, no, they didn't mention American sure. oak. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm so curious, the way how, they finish it is a little different. How long into, well, how, first of all, how long have you been a whiskey drinker? So I discovered the pleasure of whiskey probably 10 years ago. Okay. I, I was a, a pretty solid like vodka beer girl. And I actually had to stop drinking beer. I had to get away from like that, that gluten genre. Yeah. yeah. And I was really, really mad about it. And <laughs> Vodka just wasn't fun to drink. Vodka is something you drink and you can mix it with something and make it taste like something else, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. Like vodka is something you drink when, you know, you're, you're on spring break. Right. So, vodka, you're, you're drinking vodka for the wash. Essentially. Exactly. It's, 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 a, it's an alcoholic wash is what you're drinking. <laughs> Lemonade in the summer. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it's just not for sport and, we had a friend that um, introduced me to, um, oh my gosh, it was actually, I want to say American honey. It was like a flavored whiskey. Okay. And I was like, you know, whiskey doesn't taste as bad as I remember because my first experience with alcohol was wild turkey 101. <laughs> and I can tell you that did not work out in my favor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my dad thought it was hilarious when I was sick for two days afterwards, but I did not. <laughs> was it was it his wild turkey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was nice. the kid that filled up the brown bottle with clear water like no one would notice <laughs> we're, we're, so smart as lighter lighter. we're so smart oh, yeah. yeah yeah we can outsmart our parents oh so, yeah so you've been drinking it for 10 years pretty religiously how long did it take you to kind of develop the ability to be able to pull out these flavors did you did you have some of it right away or so i think like once you identified it's kind of like teaching your kid like the difference between being mad and being frustrated when they're little like you, you have conversations with other people. Like I taste something and I don't know what it is. It reminds me of, and like I'd name a food I ate, like um, amaretto. They're like, oh, that's probably almond. Like we okay. go to whiskey tastings or I've been very lucky to meet a lot of like distillers and artisanal distillers and master distillers just over the last two, three years. So I've really been able to kind of like drill that down, but that's only been over the last couple of years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe someday I, I'll I get there. Yeah, I do not have that sommelier palette where I can like draw them down with every sip. Like there's yeah. a, I can get I can get the baseline usually. Sure. Well, that's what I'm wondering how much of it is an acquired skill and how much of it is just something you naturally have because I just don't I don't feel like I mean with even with wine which I drink well, I don't drink a lot of anymore, but I used to drink quite a bit of red wine and mm -hmm. I never had that ability to be able to be oh this is obviously blackberry with you know like, yeah <laughs> it was all red wine I don't... well I think yeah. It, yeah. also if you how much you want to know the difference between them possibly and then you mm -hmm. you know over the years you just you learn more just like a lot of things you learn more about yeah. it yeah no I, I think I think you're both right I also think it has something to do with your sense of smell because your smell and taste are like hooked right sure so you experience them both at the same time right. I was taught you're supposed to inhale a little bit as you drink and i'm like i don't know mm. if you notice that i'm blonde i might actually drown <laughs> so i, I don't know i, I inhale too aggressively <laughs> just being I, honest I would, 
I would imagine you'd have a lot of volunteers to mouth to mouth. Just if you yeah. did never drown. So you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're blonde, so you you might drown. I've got giant nostrils, so oh, I might die drown as well. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say snort the whiskey. <laughs> right. Right. That's what, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so, so I'm like in the same boat as you. Love beer, vodka. I had to give up the beer, which I was mad about. Oh. And then vodka was in the same. And so I started, that's yeah. when I started getting more and more into whiskeys. Yeah. And it, it's, I love that I started getting to, into whiskey right before it started to become cool. Mm. Like, yeah. I think we were about one to two years, like really exploring it. And then poof, the market took off sure. and it just became insane. Like we used to buy Elmer T. Lee and Blanton's right off the shelf. Like there was tons of stock. No one knew what it was, and it was going for $35 and $45 a bottle. So it was like oh, a great value. I was in um the liquor store this weekend looking for a green spot. Like it was fun actually to go on the hunt. I ended up with like three or four other bottles of like <laughs> other things that I didn't need yeah. looking for this. Figured that'd be uh, the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hence and they the had allocation. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, that shelf <laughs> happened over the weekend. <laughs> um <laughs> but they had allocations and I saw Blanton's mm. and underneath it said one ninety nine. I was like, never, never in a million years will I pay that for that. Yeah. Wow. I, I know, I know it's, it's sought after and it's a rarity now, but I just don't know that it drinks like a $200 bottle. Not what you've been drinking it, you know, religiously over before that. Yeah. 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 There's just, there's just, I think something this trend has done is brought a lot of really great options to the market at affordable price points too. Sure. That is, you're right. You you kind of get both ends of it, right? You get the ones that are kind of overvalued because people Way decide over. that that's the one that you have to have. But then mm -hmm. you also get ones that are in the middle of the pack that are really good that people don't really know about that you're like, mm -hmm. wow, this is a great deal because it's not the cool kids whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Well, it takes nowadays is someone like Joe Rogan to mention it and then it just takes off. Like I Buffalo Trace? Like Buffalo Trace was just <laughs> There boom. you go. Yeah. There you go. I was so mad. We were... Um... I was watching reruns of Desperate Housewives. Whatever, judge me if you like. <laughs> um, but there's a scene with Felicity Huffman and her husband, and she was bringing him a bottle of scotch, and she had Blanton's in her hand. And I was like, mm, that would huh. never fly today. Like, <laughs> even people who don't drink whiskey know that that's not scotch. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, th I thought you were going to say that was kind of part of the start of it blowing up or <laughs> like but... it got seen on Sex in the City and everybody had to have it. <laughs> you know, it probably would have been around that time. Yeah, it was about sure. Yeah, because that show's got to be close to, it's at least 15 years old, at least. At least, yeah. So, yeah. I do have a, I forgot about it. I do have a bottle of that I paid close to 300 for, um, but it was a Jack Daniels Select Frank Sinatra <gasps> edition that I have, I have not opened yet. Okay, that so was... you're going to call me and I'll come over when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. I... All right, and I'll I'll bring like one of my Japanese bottles or something with me. Okay. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yes. I've been the only time was I, I, when my son had his child, I said, Hey, there's an occasion. We'll have a glass of whiskey in their hospital. I'll bring it. And he's like, I'm not drinking whiskey. So I'm like, All right. And then I, it's just been <laughs> sitting there ever since. So waiting for the right time. Well, uh, don't die before the right time. That's so, all I got to say. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I, I will definitely share. Yeah. I'm going to have like a, a real like conversation at some point because it, we either have to do something and like enjoy them in life or like put them in a, like a living will maybe. <laughs> yeah. Cause, right. <laughs> Cause I know, I know my, my kids will not hesitate to drink those. They, mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll be like, we'll enjoy them for you. Yeah. We got this. They're so nice. Yeah. yeah. We got this.
Uh, are we are we on to the next one? Mm. I am so ready for the next one. Okay. But then right. must really like it. So we have new glasses. I do. Actually, I have to admit that I like all of them. I'm gonna <laughs> sure. take a quick drink. I'm biased, but I will say I'm betting at least one of these will not be for your palates. Okay. For sure. They're I, they're so different. Which which I appreciate. And I have not had any of them. <gasps> really? Yeah, Ooh, none of them. This is of exciting. Them I love it. Okay. Here, I'll smell the cork. Yes. Oh. Mm. Mm. So this one's going to be a little bit on the sweeter side. And oh. okay. Yeah. So this one's a rye, which means mash bill, the, the grains that it's made out of is obviously more rye, right? To classify as such. And Michter's has got an incredible story. This, this brand has effectively changed hands. I don't know, maybe a couple dozen times okay. um, over the course of 270 years. So it's the oldest whiskey in America that we know of. Oh, wow. This was established in uh, 1753 by a um, Swiss Mennonite named John Schenck. Um, Whiskey connoisseurs know of Schenck's, right? And that's an homage to the original guy. Um, And it was so popular over here because of its flavor and ease of being able to drink because whiskey was pretty harsh back then i mean yeah, think I like e- yeah ether like it was strong yeah. <laughs> um the general george washington actually went there um and let me back up a little bit they they were actually founded in pennsylvania right so okay. think revolutionary war time or pre-revolutionary war and it garnered such a re- such a reputation that general george washington went and got barrels to fortify his men in the winter Oh were, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm, when yep. they were on the Delaware, mm-hmm. yep. So perfect. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew the tale of whiskey. I didn't know what it, I didn't know it was this way. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So 1753. Um, I think it changed hands in like the mid 1800s by a man named Boomberg, and then it's still in Pennsylvania. And then I believe Prohibition hit. So Prohibition, like 1919, yeah. kind of killed the market, right? Right. Well, oh. exactly. But what happened instead of dumping this out, they hid the existing barrels that were still um, available in churches like they did the Liberty Bell during the Revolutionary <laughs> War. Nice. <laughs> yeah, dirty scoundrels. So right. they had some once, once it was overturned. Um, so uh, let me think. I think Lou Foreman, does that ring a bell? Very popular in the 1950s from a whiskey brand. He's actually the one that picked this up after Prohibition because a, a lot of places went bankrupt and he kind of saved it at the time from bankruptcy and ended up changing the name from John Shanks to Michter's, which is a combination of his son's name. He had Michael and Peter. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And he had it for about 30, 40 years, like that mid to late 80s when the market turned down. And everyone actually went bankrupt. The whiskey market, like the bottom just fell out of it. If it wasn't for the Japanese market, it may not actually exist today. Wow. So, so Michter's was, was gone. And then somewhere in the nineties, these two guys, uh, one guy from Yale and one guy who was a, an ex Marine, but both had industry experience said, you know what we want to do? We're, we want to make really great whiskey for all palates. And they ended up buying the trademark and in the early 2000s started formulating um the distillation and and oh. the rickhouse and everything in kentucky so that's how mictors was reborn again wow. effectively but it's probably the oldest whiskey in american history wow that's okay awesome. yeah yeah 
All, All right. right. No, I'm excited about smell this. it and then I'll give you the notes after we taste it. Okay. Oh, it definitely smells different than the than the first. Definitely. It, it does not have the bite and the smell. <laughs> the first one when I smell, I was like, whoa. <laughs> this one's a little smoother and yeah. Yeah, this one's oaky. Yeah, it's definitely oaky. Smell. Hmm. Oh. Completely different. Mm-hmm. And sweet. Mm-hmm. And okay. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I taste fruity pebbles. Am I right? <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely it's definitely spicier, right? Like you get yes. that warmness, kind of like you drink um, like apple cider, like hot apple cider on a fall day. Yeah. Um, it's a little apple forward as far as fruits go. You maybe pick up some cherries in there. Um, but I, I think, and especially for me, a really good rye has a little bit of that spice to it. And I think they did a good job with that. Um, the legs on it, it's, you can see it's got, it's probably got a higher content and has been in the barrel maybe a little bit longer. Um, this is technically a no age statement, which means it's a, or it's a single barrel. I don't think it's got an age statement on it that I saw. Let me go look. No, no age statement on it. But it is a single barrel, but it's probably been in there a little while. And the char is probably a little heavier because it's like stickier. You can see the thicker drips down the glass. Oh, yeah. So yes, it feels definitely. thicker in the mouth. So I feel a like bit, that's yeah. the flavor. Yeah, I think you get like the flavor sticks a little harder. Yep. Or a little longer. So it, it definitely is sticking around with me. Uh, for being a complete whiskey amateur novice. What is the main difference between a rye whiskey and just Kentucky whiskey? So it it, it comes down to the grain, right? Okay. So the mash bill is really where it starts. So and it and it's the first pillar of making a distillate. So you have corn, wheat, and rye, right? And so okay. for a a legit rye, the rye content has to be a specific amount. I wish I could pull that out of my brain out of thin air because there is a percentage. <laughs> That makes okay. them qualify for it. Sure. I can't remember. I tend to like bourbons that are a little more weeded. Okay. Um, I have friends that like a little more corn forward. So it makes them a little naturally sweeter. Um, rise, if you're, an, again, introing into whiskey are kind of a great starter because they do tend to find that sweeter edge of the palate while still giving you some of the savory notes. So you can make a plethora of cocktails and maybe even sometimes omit the sugar based on the flavor of the whiskey. This oh. is probably one I'd make like a spin on an old fashioned and uh, omit any sugar component. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, you, lot- you, you, you still use the, and I don't want to say the, we'll say $50 bottles of whiskey with a wash uh, with like an old fashioned and stuff. You wouldn't, I tend oh, to, for sh- Okay. For sure, because because I do believe a, a really good craft cocktail will bring out the natural flavors of what you're drinking, not mask it. If you're going, trying to mask it, get get an Evan Williams bottle and have at it. Like right. don't That's don't even bother. My yeah. thought, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. A really good craft cocktail. And I've, I've actually started experimenting. We talked about smoke earlier, yeah. like um, this, there's a smoked rosemary old fashioned recipe oh. that I found and tried a couple of weeks ago. It's a little complicated, not as sexy to me. Cause I've haven't really like mastered it yet. It's more of a um, like crisis moment for me, but it did work <laughs> out in, in flavor at the end um, that actually brought out the flavor of the rye and made it even a little more sweet, which was fascinating huh, okay kind of like it's like staging your house but like your glass before you make the cocktails sure it was really cool okay. i've seen that yep yep okay. the the one bar yeah. i was at the one speakeasy oh okay yeah yeah they so were doing yeah. that my my whiskey drink of choice i do love a good whiskey sour like the legitimate with the, oh. the egg white and all that do you have a recommendation for a whiskey for that drink Ooh, so whiskey sour we can we can do two ways that I enjoy it. Um, the next one that we're going to drink um, is called Blade and Bow. Yep. It's a traditional bourbon. It's not um, overproof. It's got a great flavor profile and it's it does really nice at stretching um, that flavor with the sour mix yeah. oh. um, or the sour component like the lemons that's in a whiskey sour. Um, or or uh, there's a Irish whiskey called Writer's Tears and um, Lumavati. Actually, both of those are, are really, really good Irish whiskeys that I'm personally fond of. And I think they're great in whiskey sours. I've had them both that way, as well as espresso martinis. Okay. Instead of vodka and Kahlua, it's half and half and the Irish whiskey. Oh, wow. Life-changing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to experiment yeah. so much more now. Yeah. Well... <laughs> And those two, if you're wondering where that peatiness comes from, those have a light to medium peat to them. Okay. So unlike Green Spot, which didn't really have any peat to it, it was it was very light bodied. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you this neat. I could not drink. Okay. I am not a. The more I drink of it, the less I like. This one, the more I drank of it, the more I liked it. This one is the complete opposite. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is completely different. Yeah. It so is. It's a different it's night taste. And day. Yeah. And it, yeah, because so the first drink is supposed to just adjust your palate, right? That this is where you're you're getting to know the whiskey a little bit. It's the second and third drink that you decide whether or not it's for you. Right, right. Yeah. I have a question. So drinking whiskey neat, sometimes they'll put just a little bit of water in the glass with it. Mm -hmm. And that's supposed to change the flavor. Do you know anything about that? So, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a, chemical reaction right when mm -hmm. you add oh. one liquid of one substance to another and from a palate perspective it's supposed to help stretch out those flavors and help you identify them independently okay um that's how it was explained to me whether or not that's law and in physics i have no idea yeah, so it's literally like drops of water not yeah much of anything correct yep huh. yeah like two to three drops per ounce at most oh wow Right, which most bars don't know what to do with. When I right, right, when <laughs> right. I want whiskey water, I say whiskey yeah. and a, just the drop of water, it comes back full of water, and yeah. I've, I've just given up. I've just given up. Just a splash of water. And yeah, I have a friend who's, who's like makes my my love of whiskey look like a um you know a blase hobby. Yeah, um, he will he will same such he's very specific about it, and he'll either bring his own dropper. Or mm -hmm. scoop it with his finger and measure it out for his water back. Then that's how that's how he drinks it, specifically with three drops of water and one and a half ounces. Okay, that's a, that's that's a good way to look. I just 
wait for it to get like the, the ice to melt a little bit. Exactly. And then that's when I start drinking it. But I I get it on the rocks is not what I do. Yeah. It's just so much easier. Re- Let it melt a little bit. I really want you to start traveling with your own water dropper. I kind of do too. Yes, that would be. I, I would take your, your pretentious to a whole new level. I can't yeah. wait. You won't you won't look like Rain Man at all. <laughs> Especially in the dive bars that I walk into and I pull that fucker out. Doop, doop, and there Dude, after the I get my ass bars, kicked. The, the dive bars sometimes have hidden gems in them. I found right. bottles I haven't seen in like years and dive bars and they're like, Yeah, that's fifteen dollars for a drink. I'm like, the whole bottle, please. <laughs> Sleeve her here. Yes, right here, bartender. <laughs> like the Wild West. All right. I, w- I wish I could uh, know when I run into those odd bottles. You know, when I when I go into dive bars, I just hoping to get That's there fair. someday. Hoping That's to fair. get there someday. <laughs> more more keep... episodes like this, you'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll I definitely saying... remember these these four names moving forward. For sure. Nice. Nice. And like I said, my feelings aren't hurt if you don't like them. I, I picked them specifically mm-hmm. because they're so different. Yeah. Come on. But that's and I love like the way they that you did that. Um, so they weren't all I mean, it wouldn't make sense to do all the same thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So for sure. Yeah. And they all have kind of cool stories. I think something I love about yes. having the adventures with whiskeys, um, because I don't I don't have expensive hobbies. Like I don't golf. Um, I don't like have hot rods. I don't buy like supercar. Like I really don't have any passion that costs me a ton of money. Like I have my dogs, they, they cost me a ton of money, but that's different. <laughs> when you spoil um, them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this, like, I've been able to immerse myself a little bit in it and it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I think I get attached to the story. I think whiskey can be a very, an emotional experience too. So, yeah, I was going to say that with the stories, have you ever found a whiskey that you were like, eh, and then you heard the story and you were like, Oh, and actually I like this a little Start, bit more. Like it. For you. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, now I'm emotionally biased to it, and it's the best thing on you know, since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was interesting. Um, I looked up each one of them as well. Um, you're doing a better job than I ever would explaining it, but it was fun <laughs> to read into them all. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have really, really incredible stories, and again, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Um, there's two other distilleries you should check out when you get a chance um, that are kind of off the beaten path. I've fallen in love with Old Elk. They can be yeah. a little hard to find, but now they have uh, their own shelf exactly right there. Holy oh, wow. Cow. <laughs> yeah. They have, they have a lot of different expressions, but their mash bill is really solid. And some of the bottles can get a little pricey, but even at their entry level, like it's it's a really good sip. And, you know, High West is good too. And they're out of, what, Utah? Mm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Before we go on to the next one, mm-hmm. I want to make sure we celebrate the fact that we are talking to one of the members of the 10,000 View Club because oh. I'm sure by the time we are done recording this, we will have eclipsed 10,000 views. So awesome. We can't thank you enough for <laughs> helping us Aww. reach that milestone. I love it. Well, yeah. you guys are so much fun. Um, <laughs> I am, I am blessed and honored that I'm part of that, that club. It well is, deserved. Um, just That's for sure. Just you and Mrs. Andy. That's it. I, who do I Mrs. know? This person? No. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. If you scour the internet hard enough, you might find out. I love her. She, she she may be one of the only people that's willing to admit that she's my friend. So <laughs> I love her. That's awesome. We'll admit it. I, I, I'll yeah. admit it. Yes, I will admit it. <laughs> All right. I have the highest hopes for this one because if I ever drink whiskey, typically I do like bourbon. 
Okay. So nice. And it's got a cool key. Yes. Yeah. I'm keeping that. Yeah. Oh. This one is so much fun. So I'm going to show my biasm <laughs> and they get the Glenn Aaron gas. Ooh, fancy. So Very. these actually that we were, I was drinking out of earlier. These were a gift. Um, these are hand blown out of Vermont. A friend of ours brought mm. these down to us as a gift, but they're fluted. So they're still great for tasting. They kind of like open up those flavors. Do you see that save? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was Very like, smooth. It was about to be some, yeah. some tears spilled. <laughs> So, Blade and Bow. This is actually a staple of mine. This is a weekly sipper. Okay. It's, I would consider all purpose. You can use it in a cocktail. You can do it neat. You can do it on the rocks, a little bit of water back. I typically do this one on a large rock, kind of like spread the flavors out a little bit, especially with it being summer. Sure. Uh, but it has a cool story. So, it does have a novelty factor, right? So, it comes with these keys. Right. And there's technically six of them. Five of oh. them occupy this bottle, kind of like the Blanton's shtick, right? The running horses. Each of these keys are different. There's a sixth key that most of us will never see because it resides in a 22 year that is very, very expensive. Like okay. ridiculously expensive, like a semester of college expensive. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> most of us will not see that sixth key. But the five keys comes from the five original brass keys that hung on the door of the Stitzel Weller Distillery, which is where Blade and Bow came from. It's actually owned by Diageo now. Um, Stitzel Weller, I think, sold to them in 92, early 90s, somewhere in there. Yeah. And it also represents the five pillars of whiskey. So you have grain, yeast, um, fermentation, distillation, and aging. So, okay. and it's called blade and bow for the skeleton keys. So those keys were all skeleton keys. So the blade was the shaft of the key and the bow is that ornate end. Oh, so it's okay. kind of got this poetic romance to the novelty of it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. It makes it kind of cool. Um, it also uses something called the Solera process. So mm -hmm. this is actually a blended whiskey, which means it comes from more than one barrel. So what they do in the Solera process, and they do this with Marsala wine out of Italy, is they take the oldest barrel and they bottle some of it. And then they take the next oldest barrel and marry those together. And then on to the next one and marry that and so on and so forth. And with this like trickle down effect where they take all of them and effectively mathematically by that last barrel, that whiskey is technically older than the original one. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. it still has a little bit of the original. Um, what do they call it? I know I have um, that it's fractional blending, but there's a name for the original part. There's still Stitzel Weller original in every bottle of these. We just don't know how much. Okay. At this point, even though Diageo owns it now, but because they keep blending in that that. Yeah, that fractional keeps, yeah. blending. There's still oh. some in there. We don't know how much, but there's still some in there. Okay. So, yeah. So these notes are going to be much different than the rye. Yeah, I already so. took too big of a sniff that I. It's stronger <laughs> than the other ones. I, it's it, it's it's definitely. I call it like perfumed or floral. Like it's okay. strong. Yeah. It is. It is a strong. It, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to clean my palate real quick. Um, then I'll quick, what I thought was the, the most fascinating tidbit about this, about this uh, brand, 
is that it's actually located on Fitzgerald Road. And that's my last name. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Always finding a way to make it about you. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're making it about you, make me an uh, ice cube. <laughs> so that one is not just drop it in. Scream it at you. Yeah. This one will kind of smack your ass a little bit. It lets you know it's it's bourbon. It is yeah. it's definitely classic bourbon. It's spicy. It's definitely warm on the front and the back. Yeah. Um, to me, it kind of tastes like Christmas. Like it's mm. it's got these uh, nice spice notes, not mm. super warm spices. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, not super fruity. Some people call like, oh, it's got some pear or apricot. I don't know that I've caught that before, but um, in some of the reviews that I've read on it and other people's like anecdotal like feedback i've gotten that i just i feel like it's a spicy bourbon i think it's fantastic in cocktails um it's a little harder to sip neat if that's Mm -hmm. not your if you don't like it hot like that you don't like it with a spicy front you're probably going to want that water back or or mix it yeah yeah, because you get no break from it it's it's warm from the time it comes in your mouth to the time it's your belly yeah no it's it's a remarkable difference yeah what does it say about me that that's my favorite but I, I like that that Kentucky hug. And it just like sits there and just squeezes me tight. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I don't I think- dislike it, but it is the oddest flavor of the the mall to me. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what I mean by the oddest, but just yeah. And sweet. It's sweet to me. Yeah, it's it's a polarizing one. Either you either mm-hmm. love it or hate it for the most part. By the third sip, you'll be like, ah, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> Here's number three. We'll find out. But yeah. with an ice with an ice cube, I really like it. Ooh. Yeah. So I think it tastes very good neat. It feels like comforting. Mm. Like you're getting a hug. Yeah. yeah. Kentucky hug. Ooh. Apparently, I don't cuddle you enough. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a strong. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah. that's a tough one. Put an ice cube in it. Helps a little bit. I might. Yeah. I might. Doesn't make you any less manly. No. No. Actually, I. I. I you does know, it? Wait. Does it? Does it make me any less manly? No. Good. Well, I don't know. Ask. <laughs> Ask the lady expert. I don't know. Every time you say that. No. Every time Not you say that, I'm you... tell them yes. So I Yeah. Know. No, you hit the nail on the head. You know, I we can talk about like how you're supposed to do anything. The net net of it is any real whiskey drinker is going to tell you, drink it how you like it. It's yes. your whiskey. Enjoy it. Thank yeah. you. Now, I'll tell yes. you how I like mine. Um. I won't judge you. Now, if you take a nice bottle and mix it with Diet Coke, I might cringe a little bit, but I will. Amen to that. That I agree a thousand percent with. Yes. If you want a fucking whiskey and Coke, drink the fucking rail shit or Jack, you know, good old normal bottle of Jack. Jack or Jim, man, all the way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I'm the same way with tequila. If I'm going to have a, if I'm going to have like a a margarita, you can give me any old tequila. But if we're going to have something, you know, to sip on or something, then you want to spend a little money within your tequila, right? You should. Did I? Did I hear we're doing a tequila tasting next? Heck yeah. We can do that yeah. too. Yeah. But it's but it's hiding in the background, but I do have a tequila shell all the way. All, okay. all we can say is Santo has to be included because we are getting Sammy Hagar on this podcast. <laughs> Ooh. We had his daughter. We are getting Sammy Hagar on this podcast. I believe in you and I'm <laughs> totally here for it. Please. We are both we like are both it. lovers of Sammy Hagar. I I fully believe he is the coolest man on earth. He's yeah. pretty cool. Like I was up, yeah. I was the outsider when um he started that band or was in the band Chicken Foot. 
yeah. which was kind of like a throwback to like classic Sammy Hagar and like yep. that genre. And it wasn't like cool at the time. And I took a lot of hate for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you guys just don't know. You put Sammy and Mike, don't know Michael yet, but... on the same stage. I'll, I'm good. Yeah. 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 I don't even remember who the other two members were of Chicken Foot, but I know it was those two. And right, I yeah, well, it was like one of those. Yeah, it was one of those like mega bands, like right. um, Velvet yep. Undergrounders, something like where a bunch of them came together yep. and just started sounded... jamming, and it worked. And yes, just jamming and sounded phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, stuff. after the second sip, in my head, I said I'd like to try this on on ice. Yeah, yeah. And so it's in. We're giving it, letting it cool a little bit. Doesn't there take long. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not the ice isn't in there to water it down. The, I, the ice is in there to cool it off. Chill it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's why you use these big giant ice cubes, right? You're not trying to water yeah. it down. You're... That's just it. Which is again, I'll go back to my my statement of I I love it. Like especially in the the summertime. Um, but it does pick up my pace of drinking because I don't want it to, <laughs> un, like overwater my beverage. Sure. sure. So. Well, it completely it, changes the taste. This mm-hmm. is the first one of the three that I could see myself actually sitting down and drinking. Completely changes. Like, like as an actual drink and not just sampling oh, yeah. for, for views. Yeah. You don't like it on us? Wow. Okay. It, it kills a lot of the flavor, it seems it like. Mm. It does seem like it kills the flavor. Yeah, it does take it does take the heat away. So it dampens the spice a bit. And maybe yeah. that's where you get those fruity notes it softens it and let you let you dig in That's there true. but this is definitely i call this a porch sipper i'll take my dogs outside we'll watch we have a beautiful sunset in the the backyard and i'll just i'll sip on this and let them run around act a fool for about an hour or two nice yeah yeah okay yeah we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll check on that that's uh interesting <laughs> all right well i so have a new we, leader do we want to have like a, a, like a do we want to start the ranking like to see where everything sets or do we want to wait till we finish the last one so you're asking that because what are you expecting in the last one that's 100 proof <laughs> miss <laughs> miss whiskey <laughs> i'm gonna fall off my chair that's what i'm expecting <laughs> oh come on you're a professional yeah. i'm not i don't drink a lot anymore that's what's funny is we we started this podcast and when we started i was more of a drinker I drank a lot and now I smoke a lot of weed and really only drink on the podcast. This is really the yeah. only time I drink. That's fair. So yeah, I'm just not my not my thing anymore. Yeah, I'm down to like on the weekends because it's really when you work from home or you when you're in business in your home, like or it's very accessible. Yeah. It's easy to be like, oh, I'll just have a cocktail and whatever. So I've like limited myself to my week to the weekends, which my tolerance has definitely gone down. Sure, sure. Yeah, but but I do like the thought of drinking this way because you're not drinking a lot you're not putting any sugar into your body yep you're not you know so it's if i was going to drink this is more i mean this is this is something i would prefer over just a bunch of mixed drinks i guess well i agree because and that's what i i I do you know have been accustomed to now is just drinking i mean unless it's a fist bump (laughs) sipping the, the, the good booze with all that all that sugar and stuff piling up yeah, it's so much better. Yeah, I that I can't believe how much that changed it. Yeah, well, it's, it's a nice fun one. And then when you when you add stuff like um, like an orange peel or an orange, okay. just an orange slice, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how much it. So like the water back dampens the heat a little bit, brings out like the the fruity notes. You put just yeah. an orange, like a sliver in there, and it almost t- like to me, I'm like this tastes a little bit like a 
like a Fanta were a bourbon. Like it's, it's so funny how it just kind of adopts <laughs> and changes. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. That's probably if I'm going to do a little water back, my favorite way to drink it is a, an orange sliver okay. with a one rock, let it, let it melt just a wee bit and then sip on that. So have you ever used, and I got the, these as a gift a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if they're metal or something that you freeze uh, cubes that you put in your, so it doesn't get watered down, but oh, it's yeah. supposed to chill your drink as well. Yeah. I, I forget I think, what they're called. Um, yeah. So I think I've seen their stone versions yes. and ceramic versions and stainless steel versions. I, mm, again, I I'm like not them. a physics major, even though the glasses do make me look smarter than I am. <laughs> um I just so, that's why I wear them too. Feel like they <laughs> I don't feel like they retain the cold the way we want them to, or it doesn't behave right. in the same way. I think once it hits that that air temp substance, and especially reacting with alcohol, I feel like it doesn't really cool it off. You're probably better sticking your bottle in the fridge if you just want True. it to be cool. And and then you're right. I the few times I've done I did it, it was like all right. Okay. First, well, it maybe chilled, and then it's like gone. Yeah. Well, and then how do you drink it and not chip your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be very careful. Rock yeah. slamming in your face every drink. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, towards like the bottom. you're trying to get the last drop out. Like I just don't see that going well. No. It, Especially no. after the fourth whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You've had like the the soda from like yeah. Circle K or something, and it's got the ice is kind of melted together, and you do this, and it all smashes in your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I love it when other it happens to other people. Um, oh, hundred percent. Happens to everybody. Well, they're sitting in my it. freezer, and I have I haven't used them in years. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to throw them away because they were a gift, so I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you throw stuff away. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of something else that's happened in the industry because it's so popular is there's a lot of gimmicky things out there. Like we were talking about like the aging process, the aging process of whiskey is so funny, like blackened, for example, that's a Willet brand. um, And they play Metallica at it. And like, that's like their gimmick to age it. And like Jefferson's ocean. (laughs) Wait, what? now? They play Metallica at it. Yeah. So that's they play Metallica Black. at the barrels. Like in like in the beginning of Back to the Future, when, when Michael Those J. Fox <laughs> plugs in. <laughs> yes. That's what they're doing to the barrels. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay. So these barrels are sitting in a Rick house listening to Sandman, uh, enter the Sandman. Okay. And, you know, um, so I am evil. Yes, shaking, I am. Shaking, maybe, because it's a yeah. vibration. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I mean, remember... It's hard to say. I've tried it. It's it's fine. I actually just went to a Metallica concert, so I, I'm going to be a little biased. It's good. It's fine. Oh, I fucking love Metallica. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But I love it too. Drink this stupid gimmick whiskey, dude. They're like the Sebastian Bach of our day. Like <laughs> from a comp- composition of music, like try me. And I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan. I just appreciate them as artists. But also, like Jefferson's Ocean, they put barrels out to sea, and they put mm. it on a boat for a year and age it, like. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant they just floated them out into the sea. And- I was thinking that too. Maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. seawater. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for the Jefferson airplane where they fly it around for a while to see there if it changes anything. <laughs> they drop it from the airplane into yeah. the ocean. <laughs> While playing yacht rock at it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. I did uh, no, that's first first time I heard about the metallic whiskey being dead. I've heard yeah. of it, but I didn't know their process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They play Metallica at the barrels. Okay. Kind of a question in for that, ten years in that category. 
is there a whiskey that is relatively new that you think is good? You know, like a lot of these whiskeys are hundreds of years old or 50 mm-hmm. years. Is there something that's come out in the past 10 years that's a good whiskey? So I'm going to be biased. The next one we're going to drink is definitely falls in that class, but I okay. could be because of the story behind it, not just my palate. Um, I'm a huge fan of River Wilderness. They were just bought, but it's from from what I'm hearing, it's still their juice, their process, everything. And they're fairly young and they're bourbon um, for being a young or no age statement. It's escaping my mind. It drinks like a 12 year. Oh, well, the first time I tried it, I was like, this has to be a t- at least a 10, if not a 12 year. It's it's well balanced, nice and smooth, maybe just above like that entry level. Like if you're just getting to whiskey where it's a little more complex, a little spicier, maybe just a little bit hotter, but not that intense Kentucky have of the of the blade and bow. They're probably one of my favorites. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And from a bottle and bond, there's a younger whiskey. I don't know how old Bib and Tucker is. But that's probably a good one that's that's in that under 50 price range. Sure, sure. Is there any bottle behind you that you're just dread drinking again? That I'm just drinking? Dread, you don't look forward to, to sipping again. Like you bought it, you tried it, and you're like, I tried it a second time. And you're like, I just don't yeah. like it. So I don't like anything. We talked about this a little bit earlier. The Campfire Whiskey. Sure. Um, I, I, I absolutely love um, uh, the distillery. Um the high west they're out of utah it's definitely a unique flavor profile in multiple expressions but it is intense like it is literally like licking the campfire after it's gone out it's it's a lot for me and i bet with the right cocktail it it probably tastes phenomenal maybe somebody else's palate but that one will will be there it will um, that's for the kids yeah yeah (laughs) or the guests that i'd like to leave very soon (laughs) Well, well, that says something. She didn't yeah. pick that bottle for us. She's like, I picked one. It's this one. Yeah, yeah. It may, it may convey We're do that one house. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only one because, again, I felt like it was more gimmicky than anything. Yeah, it, sure. it really didn't. And it's like having, can't really, maybe you have a favorite child that you'll never say out loud, but you do love them all. I can find something good in almost any whiskey I try. There's a very few that I'm like, yeah. that's just not good. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, they're just not for me. Sure. But do right. you few. find uh, that, that you and your husband have the same oh. taste in whiskeys that you can? No. Okay. No. Okay. So not at all. He definitely tends to be on the sweeter side where I, I love a good porter sherry finish. I think that's one of the reasons I like that green spot is mm. I, I just love that finish on it. Um, the finishing process is very interesting and can change so much about a whiskey. Um, and I love them hotter. I love that Kentucky hug. Um, it kind of ruins the profile for him. Um, but I love that because then we have a wide breadth of selection and dialogue, you know, sure. Does he, does he like his need or or on the rocks as well? So he's, he's an old fashioned drinker. Um, Mm -hmm. but he will drink it on the rocks if he's going to drink something like as is he's a big fan of whistle pig, which is out of Vermont. Sure. Um, they do primarily rise. They do have, um, they have a piggyback bourbon that they came out with. That's pretty decent. So yeah, definitely see them. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, This opens up. This opens up for more to try. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Let's get to the last one, man. All right. Let's do this. All right. This one. Oh, sorry. Did you want me to reach? I got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> I got it. You're the bartender this, of this thing. And this one's got a great story. 
this one's an incredible story. Like I'm not going to cry, but I might tear up a little bit. Oh boy. So, so this is uncle nearest and this is the entry level. Um, sorry, I'm going to put a little hurting on you. There are other levels to it. I think there's a, an 1894, uh, 1883, um, but this is the 1856. So this is a hundred proof. This is, this is, this is a spicy meatball. <laughs> it's actually the most awarded American whiskey from 2019 to 2022. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, they wow. started, okay. they started when they, when they formulated in 2017, they started as a source, which means they bought their juice from somebody else and they finished it themselves. But now they have a 300 acre farm where they're growing and distilling everything themselves. Okay. So uh, the name comes from Nathan nearest green um is a former slave and actually almost forgotten to history completely if it wasn't for um uh, a woman named fauna who was an author and we'll talk about her in a minute um back then this is like mid 1800s i had a dog sneak in here that was going through my bottles now and being nosy (laughs) (laughs) in the mid 1800s when he was born um he was either born or abducted into slavery and a lot of these stories are are lost to history because they're oral word of mouth um there's not a lot of photographic evidence because in the mid-1800s if you had a photograph you was because you were affluent right right or right it it just wasn't common back then Um, but he was also the most famous as it turns out as well as the first african-american master distiller in history that we know of oh wow um so fauna weaver um she was the author um, and her efforts of discovering the truth behind how the history of Jack Daniels came to be. Um, in 2017, when uh, Uncle Nearest Inc. was formed, uh, Brown Foreman, which owns Jack Daniels, actually confirmed that Nathan Green was the first master distiller. Okay. So the story goes that um, Nathan worked with a man named Daniel Call, who was a preacher, grocer, and distiller himself. Um, Preacher Call also had adopted or was the guardian of Jack Daniel. And Nathan decided to stay and work for Preacher Call after he was emancipated. And Preacher Call saw that uh, Jack Daniel had an affinity for distillation. So he asked Nathan to teach him everything he knows. And what a lot of people don't know is the Jefferson County process which is a staple for Tennessee whiskey. Um, Nathan Green's credited. He's the grandfather of it. And that's when you distill it over um, maple coal and the distillation process, which gives it a very, very, very unique flavor. Um, And I think Jack Daniel was probably around 15. um, And after he'd been working with Nathan for a while, Jack Daniel decided he's going to distill himself and ended up hiring um, Nathan Green to be his distiller. And again, all of this information uh, until really six years ago was kind of buried and and no one really knew. That recent, wow. Yeah, yeah. Only six years ago did they uncover that and confirmed that this was legit. And if you go to the Uncle Nearest Distillery and the Jack Daniels Distillery, (laughs) you're going to get versions of the story, like a Venn diagram. There's there's overlaps there. So Mm -hmm. if you ever get to go do both, do both. I highly, highly encourage you to to do both. Great recommendation. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so it's absolutely incredible. So today, um, the distillery is the only CEO that's an African-American woman and master blender in the Mm. whiskey industry. 
So wow. every 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 barrel um, is picked by a descendant of Nathan Green, and okay. every bottle signed by oh, whoever geez. picked it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. So, still probably the newest oh, yeah. one to the table with the one of the longest histories. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is or is this V Eddie Butler and his fifth generation master blender? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. it smells lovely it, it actually does <laughs> yeah yeah and i like the name <laughs> yeah so anything that with is... is fun <laughs> yeah yeah so she's she's the master blender okay or yeah Edie butler yeah v Edie butler well here's to her cheers. yeah cheers cheers yeah not a strong spell i like can't tell the smell That's the I'm I'm feeling your hug. <laughs> oh, that's a big hug. That is a huge <sighs> hug, and that, I think that comes with being the higher proof, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. I think, um, but that is a smooth hug. Uh huh. Wow, like you would a expect hug from it. a dolphin. <laughs> I would expect a hundred proof to have more heat on the front. Yeah. I if you're you're talking dirty about dolphins, over there, <laughs> I'm, hey, they're dolphins, aggressive. Dolphins are known to rape, so I, oh, I can't say that word. God damn it, you can't. But George yeah. George Carlin said I could. <laughs> oh, I miss that man. Right? So I'm a Floridian, and we're taught not only not to zigzag away from alligators. That's a fallacy because those fuckers can run. I think we yeah. talked about that before. Don't swim with the dolphins; <laughs> they will have sex with anything. <laughs> I like swimming with you. Yeah. So when we so when I'm we like, see tourists, we see tourists jump in the water. I was like, oh, have fun. I don't know if you've been to prison. <laughs> you're about to be. So I don't want a dolphin to hug me. <laughs> so it's better than a hug, a hug from a dolphin. Do it. Do it supervised where they're conditioned not to be that. <laughs> yeah. Supervised. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. So. Yeah, this one's a, a little more complex and again, vastly different than everything else up here. My eyes are watering. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. It's got it's got this weird sweetness. Yeah, I was like just in, gonna say, I I I'm this is sweet to me. And and it's like in the middle. It's not in the front, it's not in the back, it's like right in the middle. You're like right. just pure sugar cane. You're right. Yes, the good, the the first kind of not too hard beginning. And then it was, yeah, the sweetness is in the middle. Yeah, I really like that. This yeah. is the first one I've tasted that I could actually say there's like a cherry essence to it. Nice. Mm. Okay. Otherwise, nice. I pick up those notes, like in yeah. things in general when yeah. you drink. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's some fruit sweet in there. I, wow. I feel like I can't take a big enough drink of any of them to pick up. <laughs> well, you could. Like, you could. I'm, I'm like, how much is a sip? Because I feel like I'm taking less than a sip. <laughs> it's less than a guzzle. <laughs> but you want a pheromone in your mouth to be able to yeah. get it yeah. around. But I do love the word guzzle. Yeah. It's a great word. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very dirty song that came to mind that I'm not going to announce here, but I will teach you on another day. I think that's why I like the word guzzle. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, the whole Nantucket thing puts it to shame. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually get like peppercorn. Oh, and I don't know if that makes sense, but like there's a note, mm-hmm. like it's, it's there's sweetness, but then there's a spice that's not like Christmas spice or cooking or baking spices. It's just got a little bit of heat without being like without cinnamon. being spicy. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, so yeah. I think, okay. I think it's peppercorn. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. One hundred percent. Everything you've said about this makes sense. I am I'm feeling tasting and everything. It's but I really like it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that one's a dangerous one because it is a hundred proof. So that one, if not drank responsibly, will sneak up on you for sure. <laughs> Ask me how I know. It could. Don't don't yeah. crossfade with this one, is what she's saying. No. And I don't want to try that one uh over ice either yet yet yeah um, yeah this one this one out of all of them actually the green spot I'll, i would do neat um but i'm desperate to try that in an espresso martini now too to see how that tastes it's like my new thing to experiment with um <laughs> this one i this one i typically drink neat okay yes and I it's also like maybe a subconscious like respect thing too okay i don't know it's got a great history too yeah and, and i don't and yeah. i don't think that the great history is like you said before you know impacting you yeah i don't think it is i think i'm loving both of it i think i would like the taste regardless well you'll never know because you tasted it after she told that's true that's true well and after i looked it up so okay going into it i already (laughs) like the story it really is an incredible story and they have a a short video on the website if you want to see i think it's uncle nearest.com it's well well produced um i think there's a famous actor that kind of narrates you through um the story and then they have like a little they they did a great job with with making Mm. sure the information you know is out there so and they have four popular expressions i think there's i think it's 1884 is the other one um which is this would be their entry level that one's Mm -hmm. a step above um i'd actually put this one against it it's great um but for the price point i mean the 1856 is kind of my jam yeah Nice. And as you said, they're all between forty and sixty dollars, yeah. which is is a great you know a great value for any of them. Yeah, yeah, it makes them accessible. Like I want a nice bottle of whiskey that isn't gonna kill my wallet. Like I want to treat myself, but I'm not gonna drop two three hundred dollars right. on this ridiculous allocation market. There's right. so many great whiskeys now that you yeah. can get at these price points. It's just it's almost hard to choose. Well, and at the distillery, if I read that correct. This distillery. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for helping. <laughs> thanks for helping me reach. Um, they have a restaurant bar and they have the world's largest bar. Oh, I didn't know that. 518 feet. Holy smokes. At, at the distillery. Yeah. That's a lot wow. of dancing after I've been drinking. <laughs> and they have bands and stuff. It looked like a yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a great place to visit. How long is the bar at Buck Bradley's in Milwaukee? I don't know. There's, there's, or maybe not Buck Ray. One of those bars that used to be right, that's right across the street from where the Bradley Center was. From the fight, has you walk in and that bar is from, it's like a block long. You know what I mean? So wow. I don't know how long that would be, but it's, it's huge. Sure. Probably but not. But is it 518 either. feet? I don't know. That's why I asked you. Yeah. I don't know. You're from Milwaukee. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a fun fact. Oh, so what are you sipping on these days? Like I have behind me another one, if you haven't tried it and we're not going to include it here because after this one, I'm probably done for the night. I don't want to be speaking in cursive to your, your listeners. Um, we do encourage I, that though. 
Um, I tend to like lean towards Willet's pot still. It looks okay. like a, it's got a cute bottle, right? It looks like a genie came out of it. Okay. Um, but it's an easy sipper. So what's yours? I've been drinking a lot of Jameson, sipping a lot nice. of Jameson lately. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know, I, I should explore more. Um, I do it when I, when I'm out, but I tend to not buy bottles of things I don't know. And, uh, between Teller Merdew. So I have, we always have, I always have Teller Merdew here. Yeah. That's a good one. And Jameson. And I go back and forth, you know, which one I like more. Sometimes if I want a bite, I go to Jameson. If I like a smooth, I go to Teller Merdew. Nice. And we talked nice. about, I'd like to, I've never tried like the higher end of Tullamore. of the Tullamore, like uh-huh. the purple bottle and all that stuff. So yeah. I like to get into yeah. that sometime. If you're down for the sweet notes, um, Powers makes great expressions. Even their entry levels, really nice. It's very malted. Powers, okay. Yeah. So it's very malted, a little sweeter. Um, and then their 12 years, just outstanding. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I was in an Irish bar in New York and- yes. Yeah, <laughs> I love literally Irish, Irish immigrant bar in New York. And I'm just like, I, I want whatever whiskey you drink. Yeah. And he, ah, he shot glass and a healthy pour. And he goes, there you go. And it drinks so smooth that I don't remember the hours between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. <laughs> Been there. I've had powers. It, it is good. But yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's sneaky, though. Again, okay. it drinks so smooth that you sure you better be careful. There's a Irish bar up north. Well, not up north, actually. It's down south. It doesn't matter. Um, but we went in and they they do a, a shot of the day or, or a sipper of the day and they pick different different Irish whiskey that's that they that's on sale. But yeah, so I always whenever I go in, I whatever you're on whatever you're suggesting that day is what I try. I like that. It's and I think that's where I had powers actually, is is that. And it's the place, the name is escaping me, but whatever. Yeah. Now, now, when you go to this bar and you get the shot of whiskey that they're... It, it comes a glass of sip. Oh, okay. As yeah. I was going to say, you, do you do... Is it a shooter or do you... No, it's okay. it's, a, it's a sipper. Yeah, it's a sip of the day. I think a sip of the day is what they call it. Sure. sure. Oh, I love that. That's genius. Yeah. We should, I'm going to recommend that to our speakeasy down here. There you go. So it's it's a nice, nice way to try stuff that you're never going to try, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. You get into what you yes. like and it's hard to branch off because you're like, well, I don't want to spend... $20 on a glass and then be like, Oh shit, I should have got what I normally get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I love me a good flight. Oh, there you go. There's, yeah. There's a place in St. Pete called urban Stillhouse. If you're ever in the area, St. Pete's actually a great place to visit. It's got some of the most beautiful beaches in the country. Yeah, Absolutely. Amazing place to go. Easy to get to flying to Tampa, the whole nines, but urban Stillhouse, and it's owned. It's also a distillery, the whole horse soldier distillery. And it's owned by a few of the guys that, um, uh, I don't know if you read or saw the movie 12 Strong. Yes. Yes. Okay. So owned by a few of those guys. So that's okay. their distillery. Oh, and okay. wonderful expressions, a little bit outside of this price point. Um, most of them well worth it. I think they're really, really good for most palates. Um, but they do an incredible flight and they do it like mm-hmm. with a story too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So do we want to go around the table and, and, and yeah, let's get, let's get a rating. Give yeah. our, or, or not just the order. I mean, yeah, your, yeah. or your least and we're, you know, quick, uh, would you have it again? Um, there's in, in, in which one you would go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, La- ladies, ladies first. first. <laughs> She's looking I'm at you. Like looking I can at her. see her. Okay. <laughs> um, so I am a big Irish whiskey fan. 
but mm. and I like green spot. So you're biased because you've had it. Well, but then I tried these three. So at first I was like, oh, Nectar's is really good. And then I was like, Flaming Bow is even better. <laughs> Uncle Nearest <laughs> is very smooth and tasty for what it all entails. But my favorite would be the Blade and Bow, Mictors, Uncle Nearest, and then the Green Spot. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did we just become I'm... best friends? <laughs> <laughs> You, you came in with a clear you came in with a clear front runner and then finished last yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is fantastic it. for I you i love it because i love being introduced to new stuff yeah. like this because you can't sit down and just taste test whiskey like you can beer you're gonna be fucking slow <laughs> oh right yeah so yeah. you have to take it easy so i'm very happy to try those they were all awesome oh i'm so glad you enjoyed them awesome yeah, thank you all right next so this is a tough one because obviously i had biasm like coming in yes. but i have to say um uncle nearest is going to be my first I, I do like them a little spicier a little heavier a little hotter um then blade and bow and green spot i'm gonna have a hard time they're kind of they're kind of tight blade and bow has been a tried and true for me for a long time but i'm fascinated it's like that new mm. hot chick that that just you know started school <laughs> like i'm just checking her out she seems really cool smells good i can see her <laughs> thong can be friends. <laughs> i'm envisioning her thong yeah. can, that one was a surprise like, yeah. yeah usually irish whiskeys for me are very very polarizing like i struggle with mm -hmm. canadian whiskeys that's usually not something that my palate is is good with they're just so sharp and musk sure um this was so easy to drink so i it may it may end up being the number two just because okay. I'm fascinated with it. There's like a novelty to it, but it's a very it drinks very very well. Um, Michter's is my last one only because it's a rye, and typically I'm not a rye person. I'll drink okay. a little bit of Whistle Pig, um, I'll drink a little bit of Wick Michter's, and then Widow Jane, and that's pretty much the expansion of my rye. Okay, and and they do have uh, different ages. This is a ten year. I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, the green yeah, is, most... but they they have a blue. A yellow spot and a red spot so they have which is different ages yeah i mean such different things in my line of work <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it there uh, that's true <laughs> well we'll make sure to put the link for what else you do for work in, in the show description <laughs> <laughs> and they can they can decipher that <laughs> i actually wore i wore the green shirt for green spot just oh, to show nice. a little I extra love and support didn't there. notice that nice obviously the the g spot's my favorite yeah the g of, spot of the spots. same of the spots. same no you got it right the first time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i didn't know we were talking about that so, <laughs> so yes now, so then, so now, now that goes back to number one for her <laughs> Oh, um, fantastic! So I got to thank you because I, I, to me, I like Uncle Nearest the best. That's my favorite. I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked everything about it. But then I think Green Spot is my second. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it, it it was well picked. I I usually I don't, don't get that. I'm usually not surprised. It was well done. Well, that that, that was all her. Pick. Yeah, she's yeah. the Irish whiskey connoisseur. So. She so was we are best friends. Irish. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. The last Irish whiskey I, I bought that I remember I brought over for one of our steak and I, I thought I started with a K. I don't remember. I did I did not like that a whole lot. And yeah. it was like a 
15 year something and I wasn't a yeah. big fan of it. So I've been yeah. leery of others, but I'm well, a, I love Irish like, whiskey. I think it's a fallacy that people think, oh, the older it is, the better it right. tastes. I've had 24 year and it tastes like shoes. Yeah. Because it's been in the barrel so long. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just, there's not a lot of other things to break it up. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess I could, the others, uh, years, uh, Uncle Nearest is come, creeping up on me. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely too. I want, I want to, I want to say that the bow is my, my, my least. Um, okay. Yeah. As of right now, I did not like it on the rocks. Cause it did feel like it just killed it. It just killed it. Like it was nothing yeah. like very instantly. So I would go back to the neat. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say that's fourth for me. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's a very polarizing one. Yes. You know, either, either you love it, hate it. Most people aren't indifferent to it. I didn't hate it by any means. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but it would be the one that I'd go to least, but I do love the story and I love the key. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, it's, it's got some sentiment. Um, a little poeticism in there, right? And a little right. bit of novelty. Like, let's be honest, we like the novelty. We love the little dance, you know, running horses on the Blanton's bottles, everyone. Right. Like and then there is a the five keys. key club mm -hmm. that you that if you collect all five keys. Yes. You know, and I if you want to tell you if you collect all the different five keys, take a picture of it and send it to the website, they'll etch your name on a glass mm -hmm. and put it in the distillery. You got yeah. one yet? Oh, I only have one key. <laughs> you know, I have not done that. For that kind of shit. Oh he yeah, is a sucker for that. <laughs> I, so I have not more. done that. No. And what I should do is take a picture of the keys I have and and send them to you, and you're gonna laugh your ass off. <laughs> oh jeez, because it looks like a look? it looks like a swinger party. <laughs> do you keep them in a fishbowl? <laughs> Nobody should. That would be funny. So, do you have all five? I'm pretty sure. I I, I think I, I have not taken the time to sort them all, but I mean, it's like it's it's like the Christmas lights and Christmas <laughs> vacation. They're just all kind of like yeah. So I'm assuming it's just the, the front that's different on all of them. Yeah, and it's so it's like the actual you know key cut like you were going to like put it in like a door sure like okay. how it's cut is totally different and then the head is a little different too oh okay so really if i'm gonna go buy another bottle i need to bring that with me so i don't buy the same one. Ooh, that or would they... be the smart thing to do yeah yeah i'm not always the smartest you're not no no because yeah. it's not like it's not the different key per um years or anything or different brand or expressions it's the random you know, put on yeah, I think I think oh, okay. their process is a little randomized, but I don't know that for a fact. Okay. Right. Okay. So well, there you go. Yeah. Right. There's our little story on swinger parties. I like that theory. Because <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna keep going back and getting more bottles so you can get all the keys. Right. Right. You know you are. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want my name etched in a glass. In a in yeah. somewhere that'll never be, but I you know, it'll be fun. You're nothing if not predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, consistency counts. That's it does. me. It That's does. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I know where to find them all the time. Somewhere where we can buy used DVDs. And... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Non-Whiskey. What do you got? Well, this was definitely my favorite. And you know oh. why? Because like you said, you put it over ice and it tastes like nothing. So <laughs> I like it. The, okay. The green spot was my second. This one was third. And I did not like the rye at all. 
Okay. So the rye would never drink again if I no. <laughs> yeah. So but would you ever drink uh, the, the bowl yeah. straight again? No. Okay. So if you're gonna drink this, your favorite, yeah. you have to go over ice. Yeah. Gotcha. If I'm drinking whiskey, it's on ice. So we could totally have a bottle of that because we could. I would drink it neat and right. we'd have it over ice and we would that's per- that's right. Share and right. Perfect. Right. Perfect. I, and I this don't... is why we run the world. <laughs> yeah. We you mean us four together yeah. as a yeah, absolutely as a council? Is that doing a time? Sure. <laughs> hey. My girl. <sighs> yeah, they, they run the world. They do. Yeah. We're just in it. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah, your heart heart. Half heart necklace will be in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> I've never gotten one of those. We're watching Step Brother tonight. Yeah. <laughs> right? Did we just become best? <laughs> it's like my favorite. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. Oh, you um, guys are so much fun. Well, wow. tonight was a blast. I mean, I and I, I can't. And we're only as, enough for uh, introducing us to some really good stuff. Um, yes, and we're we're only as fun as the guests. So <laughs> you know, you, if you get a, if you get a guest who isn't a lot of fun, it's hard to be a lot of fun. So, and I'm not going to say we've had a lot of them. We might have one or two of them. <laughs> Aw, <shucks>. so <laughs> but they're not all ten thousand view guests. Right. So. <laughs> Can't thank you enough. The creme de la creme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are so sweet. I love it. So yeah, let me know when the tequila tasting is. We will definitely do that. If you're down for it, we are definitely down absolutely. for it. 100%. These are, these are a fun kind of episode. Oh, absolutely. I love it. And it, and it and expands us. And hopefully, you know, other people out there can just, oh, I'll try that and see what they think. Right. Right. It's <laughs> awesome. That's the beauty oh. of it. And I get invited. So <laughs> <that's> <laughs> when there's alcohol she, involved, she gets invited. Yeah. 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 No, She's no, an no, I'm in. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that she doesn't get invited she just muscles her feet <laughs> <in. laughs> yeah <sighs> well well thank you i want to tell you i turned 50 tomorrow and this was a fun way to start so, Ooh, ain't so thank 50 you nifty? well yeah. happy happy early birthday thank you thank you <laughs> any big plans yes <laughs> yeah we're we're going down to a buddies of mine all of us are going down. We got a band coming down and uh they're gonna play for us and and uh a lot of lot of debauchery. So Heck yeah. eat drink and be merry. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd say eat, send drink, pictures, smoke but... and be merry. <laughs> yeah. Send pictures, but you may not want proof. Well no, well, we will definitely hit up the, the Instagram we'll live, live a few yeah. times. So yeah. Oh, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Now. <laughs> so we will we will definitely try to entertain some That'll folks. Be Friday night. <laughs> That's and amazing. Them, and we uh between Leah and myself, we she did the baking, baking, but we made, as he mentioned, thirty-five milligram pop tarts with marijuana butter for him for his birthday. <laughs> so we want to get that on camera. <laughs> That's great. And pot tart, P O T, right? Yeah, right. Pot, pot tarts. Pot tarts. Yes. I got Absolutely. you. Absolutely, I got you. <laughs> That's fantastic. I cannot wait to see the outcome. It's gonna be a fun night. <laughs> yes, we all have off. <laughs> Friday, so it's gonna be good <laughs> just like this was a fun night yes yes so, loved it thank you very much for doing it again appreciate anytime, it anytime you guys you did right. fantastic all right have a good night tequila. 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 <laughs> 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 we'll invite you here oh shit we can wait is it is it true to the clothes did the clothes come off with tequila tequila makes the clothes come off well so does the subscription but a <laughs> good point Yes, that's before we let you go. Tell them where to find you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for it. We are terrible at our jobs. So, 
So <laughs> so I am a full-time content creator um, of the adult nature. So if you'd like to find out what kind of content and if it's your jam, you can go to mrsmilford.com, uh, M-R-S-M-I-L-F-O-R-D or yourstepmom.com. And, if, and if you it's can not, find me there. If it's not your jam, I say this nicely, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They like boobs too. That is okay. They do. That is okay. They do. But... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and women. And yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, legit. Please. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you have plenty of women yeah. that are watching as well. Oh. I have a few. I would imagine. So, I would yeah. Imagine. Well, thank, <laughs> you, well, thank again. you again. Enjoy some more whiskey and have a good night. I will. Night, guys. Good night. night. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast.